Restaurant Punk. Restaurant Punk. What's up, boys? What's going on? Wait, wait. Have we done an episode with the three of us yet? Yes. Okay. Come on, Nico. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm thinking. Was that sarcasm? I'm trying to think. I what was, what was the last time we did it, though? I did it, Kissy. What was the last time we had an episode with the three of us? I don't know. But you know what this is, right? Episode no. 99. Well, for, oh, for, I don't know. for our audience, we're shooting episode 99. Correct. But yes. there's been some confusion because we'll say what episode <laughs> we're on. But technically, but technically, but technically we mismatch them. Sorry for the confusion, guys. We love you. All it's apologies. Okay. So at the end of the day, Nico's Peter. I'm Yanni. Restaurant Punk. What's going on? What do we got? Here? You got anything? I got something. You got something? I got something. Yeah, go ahead. Peter's got something. You got something. Ready? Why are you having Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Peter. Right, so you doing? Rock, paper, scissors. One, One two, two, three. three. Shoot. Fuckers. Ah, you're no, out. It's between you Bye, two. Nico. All right, Pete. I'll give it to you. You're the younger brother. All right. Go deal. Ahead. So sweet. So. Over the course of the past I don't know, 12 years, we've made, I don't know, how many menus? Lots of them, right? <laughs> Over all the restaurants? Yeah. Overall, yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes a dish gets on there that isn't so popular. Yes. Okay. It goes on the menu. I you know, I remember the one dish I made on one menu, uh, the duck dish. The did, fr- did you call it the duck dish? That's why I did. It was so. called. It was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> if I went to a fucking restaurant was, and I saw, you know. But to be quite honest with you, I would buy it if it said the duck oh, dish. Oh, look, honey. I want the duck dish. <laughs> the duck dish. Uh, duck breast, FYB. Oh, with the man, citrus, I uh, citrus vinaigrette, ju, whatever. Oh, I like that. Pete, and, that was uh, one of your best creations and but i never made it. i wrote it down everything got shipped out late i got the delivery day of 3 p.m it was not ready till 5 15 when the first table sat at five they ordered the duck dish i took the first bite of it i'm like this sucks nico took a bite of it he's like this is the best dish you've <laughs> ever true. made. And the table loved it. Customers loved it. I and know. the customers loved it. I've always hated it. I took it off the menu. I know. I don't know why. But sometimes there's dishes that I love that I put on the menu that just don't sell. But I'm stubborn. I'm like, this is good. This has to sell. What do you do? So the question being, how long do you keep that dish on for? How long do you for? keep it on? Well, is it the customer's choice? So is it your choice as an owner? If, you- honestly, if, if it gets sent back a lot then you have to either tweak it first to try to make it better. And if you still have to tweak it, doesn't make it better. You got to take it off. Sent back. I mean, yeah, that's, I've honestly, that's, bad. My that's first pretty year, harsh. Yeah. My, I think if I saw something get sent back like five times and I've know, had it a month, I've I'd had be like, a dish okay, in one of the restaurants, one of the establishments that I thought was great. <laughs> it was wonderful. It's not something you hear all around and it kept getting sent back. It kept getting sent back. It kept sent back. It's not that it tasted bad. It just wasn't what people expected and they didn't like it, but a lot. I'm talking about every, almost every night. It really? Was, something was getting sent back from oh, that I, particular I know dish. what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was a pasta dish. It was a pasta yeah. dish. Interesting. And I'm like, this is just horrible. The kitchen's you know, busy in the back. They keep making mm-hmm. it and they have to now make something else. Now the customer's sitting there waiting for a new dish that could take forever. Well, I can understand on that point if something keeps getting sent back, but let's say you put it on the menu, never gets sent back, but nobody ever orders it. And when they do order it, they're like, this is fucking delicious. Right. Yeah. So what we're saying is if you have, you uh, let's say you have 10 entrees, yeah. there's going to be one that sells the most Correct. and there's going to be one that sells the least. Yeah. Is it always the one that sells the least that you look at it and say, you know what? It's time for this to go. It has to be in how much on this like on the scale of how least is being sold so let's say you're on a scale of one of the thousand and you've sold you know 500 of this 400 of that 300 of that if the lease is 250 it's still good if it's like four okay now it's time to get rid of it you okay know, so it really up, we're looking at different. analytics of you know what i'm saying analytics of the menu and how yeah. much physically correct. is actually going out compared to the others correct uh, i'll take it a step further do you listen to your guests or do you listen to yourself we were just talking about a dish that 
Peter ate and said, you know what? This doesn't work. Then Nico ate and said, this is the best dish I've ever had. At our restaurant, Shimon, we serve 15 courses nightly. And the menu changes nightly. And I I like to use the, uh, Peter, remember this, speaking of duck dish, the uh, duck pate. Oh, the pate. And oh, the I'll never, ah, yes. And I'll never forget, <laughs> you know, I talked to one table and I said, what was your favorite out of 15? Oh, the duck was the greatest. Then I turn around to the person right behind them and I go, hey, what was your favorite? She's like, I'll tell you what my least favorite was, that fucking duck, <laughs> that fucking pate, terrain, whatever the fuck that was. That was the worst thing. So do you listen to your guests or do you listen to yourself? You, you can't listen to one guest and say, that's it. I got to change it. You got It has to be an accumulation and accumulation and accumulation. Um, so now, do we just have to give in because we're being stubborn and we just want that dish to work and we want to no, not at make all. people? I think that's more of a chef attitude. Like I'm the chef. I know better than you. You need to learn how to like this. You don't need a fucking salt and pepper shake. And I already seasoned it perfectly. And I think that's why, you know, I differentiate between chefs and owners because they're two completely different mindsets you know you're gonna love what i give you you're gonna love what i make you because i'm fucking good at what i do and this is good and if you don't like it fuck off but, but then there are instances let's say you make a uh, something as simple as a crab cake right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sells and sells and sells mm-hmm. some people love it and some people hate it well who according to our experience who do we always get for the crab cakes well, I'm from Maryland. Yep. And I'm like, exactly. that's why I said, well, why don't you fucking so go different. back there and fuck off? All right. I'm not ordering pizza in Kentucky. I know what I'm going to get. It's not going to be fucking New York style. All right. Have it's had, not going to be what I like. Pizza in Kentucky. Huh? They got, yeah, they got pizza in Kentucky, Nico. Well, I'm asking if you we just pizza lost all our viewers from Kentucky. <laughs> just this second. Our viewers from Kentucky just switched us off. Unsubscribe. They're like, you know what? Fuck restaurant punk. <laughs> well, <laughs> I love you, Kentucky. What I love I'm, your fried chicken. What I'm trying to say is that's the problem with customers is because they're always going to compare it to a problem with their guests. favorite guests, clientele. <laughs> Every time. Everybody hates when I correct them on yeah. that. Sorry. It's, it's, they're always going to compare it to their favorite somewhere else. They're always going to compare it to something they've had at their favorite restaurant. And it's probably better, but they're used to the way that it's tasting at their favorite place. But does that mean you have to come up with new things that they're not familiar with to make them like that? Or you just can't call do that. You it can't appease everyone. Call it something different. You can't well, appease everyone. You can't. Uh, I just, think I think people, I think most who have common sense uh, understand. Like we just use the crab cakes, for instance. Maryland is, they're called Maryland crab cakes for yeah. a reason. You know, I don't think they're that great. Yeah, thanks now a lot, Now we Nico. lost all the Maryland people <laughs> as <right>. well. <laughs> hey, Nico, do me a favor. Shut the fuck up. Can we, can we edit that out? Can we edit that out? That's 4% of the U.S. I love you, Maryland. That's what it comes down to is that you can't appease everyone. And if it's getting sent back or I mean, even down to the not people ordering a lot of it, if it's being utilized for something else, if some ingredients are being utilized for something else, it doesn't matter that it's on there anyway. Now, do you think that item would go better if it came off the menu and the server came up and sold it as a special? See, that was going to be my next way. That's my a good next one. segue uh-huh. into it. That's how you find out what really sticks in a place is specials. You put a special on the menu. You get to be creative. You get to find something different, you know, put it out there. And a lot of times people will order the specials just because it's a special. But if they come back and order again and they come back and order again, if you have it, that means it's a good item dish. Then you can put it on the menu, which I've also realized that once it's on the menu, it doesn't sell as much because it's not a special. Of yes. course. But at least we know it's good enough. To be out there. To be out there. You know? And if a lot of specials don't get shown, then don't even bother putting it out there. Can I can I tell can I tell our audience? Uh all all the three of us. I don't know if you guys are gonna know which one I'm talking about. I, I think Nico might get this one. What is the biggest bomb I would say at George's place, which all three of us were in love with? 
We put it on as a special. It fucking worked. And then I put it on the fucking menu and then mm. nobody bought it. Speaking of this topic, Pete's shaking his head. I know. Yes, he knows. Don't say anything. And Nico, you back this up to Kingdom Come. You Ooh. of all people. Oh, yeah. There were so many things. No, there's Everyone one main it. item. I'll give you a hint. Everyone loved I'll it. I'll give you a hint. Fried. I'll give you another hint. There's a lot of fried things. Small. Oh, the smelts. Smelts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> smelts. I feel like you were like the Kool-Aid man busting through a wall <laughs> <Yeah>. right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, smelts. yeah. Smelts. People love the They're smells. so fucking Everybody good. Everybody loves them. So good. But it sounds like shit. And we yeah. put it on the menu and it wasn't selling as much. Nothing. And I'm that. like, guys, this yeah. has to work. It's going to work. You know what the problem is? They're called smelts. It's the fucking <laughs> worst word ever. And then you remember when we changed, changed the name? I remember when we changed it too. Yeah. You guys remember? Do you yeah. remember? Little, little, little fish. Little, little fish. fish. So, so I'm, make, I'm here making fun of Pete with the duck dish. <laughs> Would you like the duck dish, honey? And then with I'm, the I'm saying, hey, honey, dish. do you want the little fish dish? Fuck me. Those, it was such it. a good dish. How do you say how do you say the smelts in uh, Greek? What's the word? Gadidas? No, no, this is shrimp, right? No, oh, that's sadakia. 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 Yeah. No, there's another fucking word. I'll find out. Oh, there's a bunch of different ones. Anyways, small, that, yeah. I'm glad you brought that topic up because <laughs> I forgot all about the fucking smelts. The smelts. I just put them away <laughs> in my nightmares. And now that you brought it up, I'm actually. Well, oh, you man, know what another good. dish was? Uh, it was at a cook off and I did a dish. Did it go on the menu? The trio beats? The beats. Yeah. No, fuck the, the beats. beats. Fuck those beats. Everybody's like, I love the beats. Yeah, I love the, love beats. the beats. It won out of 150 people. I had three votes for it. Yeah. Yes. It was delicious. They're like, put it on them. I voted for it. I'm like, no, you didn't. Only three people <laughs> voted. 18 said they did. No, it's not happening. But there's just a lot of, di- but if I put a beats on a special one, I would go cheese and candied walnuts and mm-hmm. strawberry mm-hmm. balsamic glaze. I and actually blah, did blah, that blah. last year. Yeah. It's going to sell. But you put a beet dish on the menu, my eyes always like, I like beets, but nah, not tonight. I'm going out. I'm not going to try it. But if it's special, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to try it. They're doing something new tonight. I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like a lot of things just coming out verbally at a table and explained in a different tone by a server to the table sells it. Well, look, there's going to be people it. that are always going to want to try something new anyway. There's those people that are like, yeah, let's try that. I've never had it. I'm game. Let's go. It's a yeah. special anyway, whatever. And there's people like, oh, I'm not touching that at all. Yeah. So. I think the advice we would give is if you're first starting out in your restaurant, uh, the same way we did, you start off with your regulars and you build a foundation. And I would say we built it off of probably a hundred guests. I'll say like 50 couples, how we built George's place. And we started with that and we really catered to them. And I think once we grew and became busy, right, we still leaned away from that a little bit more to try to cater to some outsiders, but we always kept it consistent. And going back to your original question, Pete, do we want to advise people to do what they believe in from a restaurant perspective, from a restaurateur perspective? Because I know I'm adamant when it comes to things like uh, music. I know what I like. I don't care what you like. I know what I like. You're walking into my home. This is the music I'm playing. All right. So how about that? You walk into somebody's house, they cooked a beautiful dinner for you, but there's something there. I don't know. Uh, Brussels sprouts. Uh, I don't like Brussels sprouts. Do you tell that person you don't like Brussels sprouts? Do you? No, I love Brussels sprouts. No, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck it with me. Uh, but yeah. we would advise first re- first time restaurant tours. You can't please everybody. So no, focus yeah. on building a foundation. Right. Don't worry so much about right. Do you worry about what dishes work and what don't work? You kind of have you can to learn. You kind of have you can to learn. to an extent. Think about when a chef or an owner or a chef owner 
whatever you want to call them. Chefona. 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 You know, they're, they're, they're creating something for a guest of something they like and they're taking pride into what they're creating. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of a sting to some people, some owners, some chefs that they're making something that they love to death and it's coming out amazing, but nobody likes it and they keep sending it back or, you know, you have to, from a business perspective, realize what's good for business, what's going to sell. You can't always listen to the customer. The customer's not always right. And just kind of do you. But when you notice something is consistently not being sold. I think we just lost all our people from Texas as well. <laughs> oh, I thought that was, I thought that was Kentucky. Pauly. Did you hear that background? That's actually kind of funny. What was my train of thought on that one? For everybody that could hear that, that was Noelle's cell phone going off yeah. in the background. We think and she's she, crying right now of laughter and embarrassment. And yes. because I'm calling her out, if I could turn these cameras and point them at her, can we do that? No, no we can't. No. no. All right. So our advice from Restaurant Punk when it comes to let's call it the dish that doesn't work. Do you listen to your customer? Do you listen to your gut or do you make the common sense business decision and get it out of there and bring something else? in? I, I think you got to mix it all three together, to be honest with you. That's my opinion. I say start with your gut. But if you start seeing a consensus of eh, yeah, start the pivot. And if the pivot doesn't work, you're hypocritical then. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. I'm going to say you're talking about my fucking brother. Yeah. I'm talking about your brother. I know we're brothers. The duck but... was so freaking amazing. No, but you didn't like it was. No, I took no, it off it the next year anyway. Uh, your, your palate is special. It's very special. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that duck, everybody that was gluten free or celiac just really enjoyed it. No, it was, I'm telling you, it was really good. Everyone loved it. So. Well, do you really have a problem if you have a chicken dish and then you have the duck dish and you saw a hundred chickens and zero duck okay the chicken's working right you had 100 customers they all ordered the chicken oh my god it's like a fucking airplane flight food everybody orders the chicken do you really have a problem number one is i hope you're busy now do you want to replace that duck for uh another chicken no right no do you want to replace it with a shrimp and sell 50 chicken 50 shrimp it gives you versatility right yeah and this is where diners take it to the extreme. They're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to create an 18 page menu with every item in the world. That way we could please everybody. <laughs> Restaurant punk. Coming Restaurant from the punk. diner capital of the U.S. Kentucky, Maryland. We love you. <laughs> Texas. Straight up. Love you too. Peace out, everyone.